It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. What's going on with Housing Starts? We just saw a number last week that Housing Starts rose by 3.2%, but there's more story behind those headlines. That's right. But the but but is single-family home starts dropped. Starts means new construction. Yeah. So that's not a good sign for the future of, well, the real estate. Yeah. And and keep in mind that these numbers are slightly distorted because of we had the fires in California, hurricanes. So it sounds a little worse than it really is, but there is some validity to it. Mm -hmm. Well, that suggests that there may be some pent up demand. So you'll see higher numbers in a few months as those issues get get washed away. Washed away. Yeah. Unlike the houses in California. (laughs) And the hurricane. <laughs> I know, I picked a bad word. <laughs> bad choice of language right there. But it is also distorted because a lot of these starts were really in the apartment. That's right. There's a lot more, I think it was up 20%, Steve, mm, yeah. in They're still building, condos. I know in our area, they just love building these apartments. Yep, yep. And you wonder, will it ever end? You know, these things are so cyclical. And the lead time between the planning, you know, securing the property, the planning, the construction. And it's several years. It's, it's years. Yeah. So the economy can be really good when they start and then really be bad when they end. And it creates all kinds of cyclical problems for right. these companies. And, it, and you know what? Quite honestly, it may be more profitable for the builders to be doing that than single family homes. That might be another uh, true. thing to think that's about. That's true. Interesting. Well, we saw a report that luxury homes as well are showing some softness. I know the Toll Brothers said that they were showing less housing starts. I think the number was cancellations and less housing starts. And those are luxury homes because their average price is around $900,000. That's right. Yeah. Versus the kind of the average price is about $300,000. Correct. So almost three times as much. So there is some softness in your industry. Now, what are you seeing in your particular area? You know, it's kind of the same story. Our luxury market has softened. The balanced market, which would be in our particular market, anywhere from say five to seven, that Price range is balanced, meaning it's not a buyer's market, it's not a seller's market. Mm -hmm. It's starting to transition where anything less than that is a buyer's market. So you're looking at under 400,000, boy, we could use a lot of that inventory. Yeah. So you need more sellers in that area, but the balanced in the five to seven, but you're saying it's starting to turn, you mean towards the buyer? Towards the buyer, yes. Towards the buyer. Yep. Yeah. So So when the luxury market starts to come down in price- Mm -hmm. Usually starts from the top down. Okay. And it, I didn't know that. you'll see it's just the way it works. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Well, the other aspect of what's going on right now is that more homes are selling for less than their asking price than usual. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's actually it. It's about 62%. Two out of three homes are selling less than asking. When you think about it, it's like, okay, that's no big deal because you, you price it at a certain price. You don't necessarily expect full price. Right. So what they watch is, you know, how many of these homes would start to sell less than asking, which is also indicating or indicative of the houses being priced too high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's talk about that because there is a negative consequence of pricing your home too high. So describe that for us. Sure. So what happens, Steve, a lot of people put their home on the market based on what the neighbor put their home on the market and their home hasn't sold. Yeah. So you get all these sellers who think their houses are worth more because of what a neighbor is asking. They're not necessarily looking at what has sold. Yeah. Especially in a rising market, yeah. it's easy to keep pushing the envelope. Sure. But in our market, for example, 20% of 
which is the absorption rate, 20% of the properties sell each month. Okay. So if you're going to be a seller and you want to sell your home, it needs to be within that 20%. It needs to have the condition of a 20% home. It has to be priced accordingly. So what we're starting to see is more and more price adjustments. Now, the negative part of pricing your home too high is that if it stays on the market too long because of this bad pricing, then people look at it and it kind of gets... Stale. It gets stale. Yeah. People say, well, what's wrong with it? Why hasn't it sold yet? Especially when you're dealing with buyers that are very savvy and educated. Mm -hmm. When a a new one comes on the market and it's priced right, they pounce on it. They jump right on it. Yeah, there's a window. There's that window. You guys describe it as, as a window. Correct. Really, in two weeks, I know exactly what's going on. In 30 days, mm-hmm. if you haven't gotten an offer, if it's priced right yeah. in this market, mm. it's probably not priced properly. Wow. Interesting. Now, you were talking off air about a rule of thumb about the offers that you yep, get. Yeah. Well, so our rule of thumb is eight showings and no offers or, well, depending on the price point, two weeks and no showings, you need to consider a price adjustment. That's all two weeks. That's two not weeks, much. Depending on the price point. Yeah. but. Let's say you only had two showings. So let's showings. go three weeks. So two showings. Yeah. And it's been three weeks, especially when you just wow. put it on the market. Forget yeah. it. Boy, Your that is a high. short window then. It really Has is. Has that window decreased over time? I mean, I haven't sold a house in a long time, so I don't remember. No, what happens is you got to remember anyone looking to buy a home who's been looking has been looking for the last 30, 60, 90 days. And once that most motivated buyer has horned in on an area yeah. and a new one comes on the market, they pounce on it. You'll get a rush of traffic. If it's not priced properly, those buyers are looking at it and watching it. Yeah, I'll wait. No, they wait for the adjustment. They sit there and wait for the adjustment. And they're not going to sit there and go, well, I'll make a very low bid. They will not. People don't really want to do that. No, buyers will only make offers on property that they feel are of good value or of value. Also, there was this idea that the first offer is Mm. the best offer. We have about a minute left. Tell us about that. Okay. So generally, yes, that is true. Because in the beginning, if it's priced right, those are your most motivated buyers. So they want the house, they're going to pay, assuming you're not way overpriced. So generally, as a rule of thumb, 9.5% of the time, it is your best offer. Mm. Unless it's that ridiculous low ball. You'll know that low ball. And you as a (laughs) professional will go, that's not a real offer. Correct. Yeah, you'll know. You can smell. You'll know. It walks like a (laughs) duck. Yeah, the thing is, if there's offers made and they haven't even seen the property, that would be one. No. Real buyers make real offers. Yeah. They want to buy your house. They, yeah. they don't want to insult you. Yeah. And rarely do I get lowball offers. Yeah. I know. I always thought, well, I'll price it at X. And if they want it, price it and give me a lowball offer. That's no, fine. I won't they take won't it make, They won't make an offer they unless do it's that. priced right. Wow. They don't do that. That's the truth. Okay. Well, a lot of good information there. <laughs> My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.